BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, rucking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everyone out there in BeastNet land, Hammer here, and today we've got Kiel Cha and we're talking about the Firefighter Fit Endurance's Lightning Module. So, Kiel, what's uh, what's the story behind uh, Firefighter Fit Endurance? Um, actually, Firefighter Fit Endurance, uh, I started a few years ago um, as a way to uh, provide uh, a couple of things. One, uh, to provide uh, money um, to uh, the Wildman Firefighter Foundation. And so anything that goes beyond our operating costs uh, gets donated to the Wildman Firefighter Foundation, which is one of the only uh, organizations, not sure, uh, 501C Charities, that uh, actually um, provide uh, financial assistance to the families of fallen wildland firefighters. Um, they're based in Region 6, which is, uh, is, which is Idaho. And so it's kind of up in your guys' neck of the woods, but it's uh, one of the more important um, charities in wildland fire. Uh, so we always like to try and support it as best as we can. Um, the second reason is to provide uh, employment and employment opportunities for um, Wildland firefighters, uh, particularly hotshots, smoke jumpers, heli repellers, after they complete, you know, once they retire from uh, from fire, um, one of the things that I learned because I retired was that uh, once you retire, uh, you kind of lose your purpose as to why you're going on through the day. Um, there's only so much golf and so much running and so many video games you can play before you finally just absolutely go stir crazy. And so firefighter fit endurance was an opportunity for um, hotshots to focus and be able to um, provide their knowledge, uh, specifically endurance and fitness knowledge, um, to the general public. And so the whole move is to, you know, get these uh, the hotshots, you know, certified as CPTs, and then um, continue them on uh, to specific um, specific areas of fitness. Uh, so that they uh, that they could focus on and they could get jobs and work for us and um, have a purpose after fire. Um, in in doing in, in doing that, we provide uh, endurance not only endurance events but endurance training, leadership uh, seminars, teamwork uh, workshops. We do firewise, um, basically defensible space uh, for your houses. Um, so you know you get a couple of advisors come in and you know clear clear the basically assess your, your property um, and and set a plan as to, you know, how to make it more bulletproof or more firewise or um, uh, or provide you defensible space uh, so that your house has a better chance of surviving a, a, a wildfire. Um, and then there's the events that we provide, uh, which are just, uh, they're endurance events and anybody who's ever done any of these Spartan endurance 12-hour hurricane heats you guys have already actually experienced a little bit of um, how hotshots approach endurance and endurance events. That makes any sense. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's so that long drawn out you know statement I just made is pretty much the uh, our mission uh, our mission statement and uh, our uh, company's objective. Awesome. So the lightning module, um, what does that consist of, and what kind of skill level is involved? Okay, uh, good question. So um, I'll give you a little back, real quick background on Lightning Module. So uh, you generally have full crews, which are usually around 20 to 24 people. 
um, in Region 3 where I'm at in Arizona, uh, Lightning Module is a sh what we call a short crew. So there'll be maybe eight, well, six to ten people in a crew, and they have a two to five minute response time from the time the dispatch to uh, the time they leave their uh, station to be able to chase uh, lightning strikes, uh, which is the reason why they call the lightning module. They basically spend their entire time chasing lightning strikes in the monsoons here. Um, and they have to be fast because lightning is not, um, it's not friendly. It, it doesn't, it, it doesn't like strike ground in flat open areas close to the road. It usually, at least in Arizona, it usually likes to hit the furthest, most highest point on a mountain, um, the furthest away you can possibly get from a road, and that's pretty much what you have to attack. Um, so the lightning module is a short squad. Um, we have several different uh, durations of our, our endurance programs, and lightning module is our shorter program. Um, hence the reason why lightning module, because it's a short squad, so it's a shorter program. Uh, kind of, So it kind of made sense to us. So Lightning Module is going to be um, for people who need a reference point uh, to this, um, and I hate to use another company, but I will, just because it's the best way to get a reference point. Um, the best way to to describe a Lightning Module is a GORUCK approach to a Spartan Endurance 12-hour hurricane heat. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the most basic explanation I can give to you about what a Lightning Module event is. It is a 10 to 14 hour team based event. Everything is team based. There's no individual components except for your individual performance as a member of the team. Um, so everything is team best, uh, team based. Um, the biggest difference is that we approach our events with success through support rather than failure through negativity. And what I mean by that is that um, it doesn't make our events easier. It just the way that the advisors and the staff approach the events um, is is almost the exact opposite that somebody will encounter during like, let's say a 12 hour hurricane heat, um, where they're trying to get you to quit, which is what we call failure through negativity. Um, they're trying to get you to quit through you know, near impossible tasks, or they're trying to get you to mentally quit, they're trying to get you to do all these things. And the way that they do that is negative reinforcement. Um, and so we're, we're trying to help you find success with positive reinforcement. And the reason why we have that approach is because in the, in the fire community, if I am trying to break you down and you're, and you're basically on the same crew as I am, if I'm trying to break you down um, or make you quit, and being completely negative, that is doing not only myself a disservice, you a disservice, but the crew a disservice. And I'm placing everybody in jeopardy because everybody here is supposed to be, um, uh, they're supposed to be relying uh, and putting their lives on the line for the person next to them. You know, I'm entrusting my life yeah. to you. So why would I want to make you as weak as possible if I'm placing my life in your hands? Didn't, didn't make any sense to us. So, you know, we'll still get after it, but we do so in a more supportive environment um, than standard endurance events. Cool, man. Um, um, oh, but, but um, I'm sorry, and, and, I, and I just realized that I didn't really answer much of your question, so please. Oh, no, you're um, good. You're good. Okay, so um, what, what this specific lightning module is going to contain, and this is for everybody so they know, you know what, what to expect, um, what this one is going to contain is the mobile MRF, which is the Memorial Day MRF, 
except that we don't do anything stationary. Everything is done while you're moving. Um, we have what's called a crew cohesion hike. Um, you guys, uh, the participants will go through uh, land nav and pacing. Um, Adam and Janelle, who did the Seattle 12 with me, they know exactly what, what what's about to happen. Um, so we're going to teach you how to use uh, a compass. <laughs> we're going to teach you how to use a map. Or we're going to teach you how to pace uh, distance um, without. Uh, we're going to teach you how to accurately pace distance without a uh, without a ruler um, or any type of measuring sticks. And you do that by your steps and your strides. So we teach that. Um, then you're going to use the skills that you learned on land land nav and pacing to to do geocache. Uh, so you're going to be given um, directions, distances, uh, and then you need to go accurately pace the distance in the correct direction to find the waypoint. And that will, sh that will actually have the um, distance and direction for the next waypoint. And so it's basically a, uh, a scavenger hunt, but it has to be in, in the proper sequence or else you get to do the entire scavenger hunt again because there are <laughs> dummy waypoints. There's going to be, you know, so you can't just, you won't be able to just look out into an open field and just visually look for like an orange piece of flagging because that orange piece of flagging that you sure. see may or may not be the correct waypoint. And it's all going to be dependent upon your direction and then your distance. So is there anything you would say to somebody who's kind of sitting on the fence that maybe is considering doing one of these but hasn't quite pulled the trigger on it yet? Oh, yeah, I'd say do it, you know? I mean, really, like, only cats and heat stand on the fence, you know what I mean? You're either going to go one way or the other, and the cats yeah. and the heat that usually stand on the fence, they usually get a shoe thrown at them, so they're going to fall one direction or the other <laughs> off the fence, you know? I mean, that's just how it is. One way or the other, you're going to get off that fence, and I hope that you're on the right side. Um, if there's anybody that's feeling like they can't do it, you know, hey, no, I, you know, I don't want to bring the team down or – Hey, maybe they're afraid, you know, that they, they're not going to finish it or they don't feel like they're up to it. If they have that fear, then you embrace it. Um, fear is fuel. It, it is absolute fuel that you can use to propel you not only forward, but also in an upward trajectory because progress isn't just moving. It's also upward uh, trajectory as well. And that's what you use your fear for is to be able to fuel you almost like a rocket fuel. It fuels, fuels you to move forward. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's just like like the the most basic thing. Instead of like succumbing to the fear and succumbing to that preconceived limitation that most people have in their brains, you know, you take that fear and you go okay, and you use it. If it if it makes you scared, you do it scared anyways. You know, I mean, because that's that's where that's where you're going to find that growth because because that fear is kind of limiting yourself. Once you can get past that fear, you start going past your limitations. And once you get past the limitations, you start to go into this new country called growth. And that's kind of where we're trying to get you um, with the events, is trying to get you past that limitation into the new growth uh, area. All right. And for the listeners, um, for anybody that's wanting to attend this event, um, the Firefighter Fit Endurance's Lightning Module, it is on October 5th. At 7 a.m., check-in starts at 6.30, and that's going to be at Lake Sylvia State Park in Montesano, Washington. Um, I know there was a little bit of confusion um, here lately. The uh, I, I believe the venue actually just got changed over to uh, Montesano. Originally, it was supposed to be over um, with where the Wicked Trail Race was, 
And uh, due to their cancellation, they had, um, I guess they had uh, a huge lack of registrations and participants. And I don't know what it is. Everybody over here in the Pacific Northwest, they love to sign up like right before the event. There's no like, nobody likes to sign up. Um, you know, months in advance, we all, we always just sign up like the week, the week of. And so I, I know that kind of gets a little hairy sometimes whenever, um, whenever registration is concerned. So, you know, Mark Ballas had to kind of, um, you know, he, in his own best interest, you know, he, he had to cancel his event. So, um, I'm assuming that's, um, probably why we had the venue change over to Montesano. Yeah, well, that was that was one of many reasons. Um, we came in as a uh, as as a uh, um, a supplemental event for uh, for GBC. They asked if we wanted to come up and uh, be a supplemental event while they transitioned down from Commando to Wicked. Um, we jumped at the chance because uh, we know that there have been people um, in in the PNW that had been wanting to do a firefighter fit endurance event. Um, since I left Spartan Endurance, I know that I've had people that have been asking for me to show up and provide a program for them in their specific areas. And so this just kind of like fell right into the requests anyways. So we said yes. Unfortunately, what happened was because we were the supplemental event that we were not really provided a lot of information regarding the venues or what the actual plan was for the event. Um, it was only when I started pushing the issue that I started getting information and started making phone calls. Um, spoke with uh, the previous event for about five minutes. Uh, myself and Brent uh, had a discussion uh, on the phone, and it was uh, it was kind of evident that um, that the venue, while it's a great venue, is not going to uh, work well with the program that we have. And so um, once that decision was made, then we started looking for other venues that seemed to fit more or seem to align more with um, our objective and what we're trying to do. And uh, Lake Sylvia okay. was, uh, uh, is absolutely awesome. They were, uh, Glenette was completely awesome about it. Um, and so uh, that seemed to be a better fit for us, uh, which is the reason why we went and we moved there. Um, and okay. yeah, Makes sometimes sense. like, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. And, and regarding, regarding, you know, what we have and, and what we're going to do is, as I understand, like with GBCs, you know, they're they're a larger company than we are, so their losses generally tend to be larger than ours. I mean, we're still we're still yeah. taking a hit on this, but but you know what? I mean, like like my wife has has heard me say, whether it's two people or two hundred people, you're gonna get one hell of an experience. I don't care, I don't care if there's just if, if I have more advisors and I have participants, we are going to give you that that firefighter fit endurance experience you know, regardless of the number of people. So we were already committed to doing it. Plus our losses are not going to be as large as GBC. So, you know, I don't mind eating the cost. Um, just, just to ensure that, you know, we're still, we're, we're keeping, we're keeping good on our word to you guys. Okay. Awesome. <clears throat> um, is there anything in particular that, uh, you know, anybody should bring along with them um, for the experience? Uh, yeah, there's going to be a gear list that comes out um, on the 22nd of September for all registered participants, and then it'll come out again uh, two more times um, before the event. And it's it's if you've already done endurance events, you're going to have most of the items anyways. Uh, but really quickly, it's just basically it's a buck. Uh, it's a camel pack or a couple of nalgene, something that can hold at least 70 to 100 ounces of water at one time. Um, you know, fast nutrition, uh, headlamp, um, 10 feet of 550 paracord, 
uh, one roll of duct tape. Uh, we recommend that you bring gloves. We recommend that you bring eye protection. Uh, if you don't want to bring gloves or eye protection, totally up to you. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty, oh, and uh, 30 pounds of extra weight, of dry weight. Um, and that's for male men and women. And the reason why we do that is because in the fire, in the fire community, um, there is no male or female weight. Everything weighs what it weighs because the five gallon, uh, five gallons of water, the chainsaw, the, um, the, the Mark three, um, portable engine, none of that cares what your gender is. None of it cares. The job doesn't care. The job just has to get done. And whether you're a man or a woman, whoever's the most qualified and capable to get that job to do the job gets the job regardless of gender. Um, and that's, that's always been our approach in the events as well is, you know, everybody, you know, we're, we're all on an even footing. Everybody gets the same opportunity for success. Um, no one's going to get, uh, uh, a leg up and no one's going to get, you know, considerations. And we definitely, absolutely, definitely do not consider women the weaker, the, the weaker gender. Um, absolutely not. So absolutely, I absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I have full 100% faith that uh, women that come into this event can carry the 30 pounds just as well as the men. Or shall I say the men can carry the 30 pounds just as well as the women can. So. Oh, yeah, de- definitely. And, you know, um, I, I I don't even, on that note, I, I don't even challenge my own wife. She's <laughs> a beast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope she doesn't hear me say that. I hope she doesn't listen to this episode. What do you call me a beast? <laughs> no, um, I, I meant that in a good way. I meant that in a good yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> awesome. Well, um, Kuehl, I definitely appreciate the talk with you today. Um, we're going to do everything that we can to get registrants out there. Um, I'm actually trying to free up some stuff on my calendar. That way, maybe I can attend myself. Um, but yeah, man, we will definitely, uh, we'll definitely see you guys out there. Once again, for the listeners, it's the firefighter fit endurances lightning module. It's on October 5th at 7am with check-in starting at 6:30 at Lake Sylvia state park in Montesano, Washington. Uh, Kiel, before we wrap it up, is there any shout outs that you want to give anything you want to say to the listeners? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, uh, a couple, a couple things that I wanted, I want to say to the, to, to the people who are thinking of participating. Um, PNW, uh, so basically Pacific Northwest, PNW 25 is a 25% discount right across the board. Um, please use the discount. Now, if you are looking at the event and wanting to do it, but you are absolutely strapped on cash and you can't, and, and, PNW, and, and the 25% discount is not enough, please hit me up, let me know. Um, you, can, you can message me on Facebook, um, you can email the company, um, just let me know. Uh, I'll work with you. I will absolutely work with you to get your smiling face into that event. I want, I want people at this event because I, I feel that this is worth the effort that you're going to expend uh, for it. Um, the only other thing I was going to say is just, um, it is if you have family or friends that want to hang out with you, um, they're more than welcome to hang out with us uh, at base camp. So while you're while you're doing your modules, if your friends or family want to hang out and then interact with you when you come back from your modules, they're they're they can hang out with us. Um, it's one of those things that we do is we generally have a family day camp where 
the family gets to hang out and then it gives them an opportunity to kind of like explore or camp or, you know, do whatever they want to do. If that means they want to camp out that uh, the rest of the night with us, you know, on Saturday, they can do that, um, you know, and I'm pretty sure that logistics will end up feeding them because that's what we do. Um, just something, that, something, something to consider uh, for the people that are on the fence about it. Um, if you come at me with an excuse, I, I think excuses are delicious. I eat them like candy. Um, and <laughs> I'll eat your excuse and I'll give you, I'll give you a, I'll give you a reason why. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, once again, Kewl, thank you for, uh, for being on the show today and thank you for getting, you know, you getting your guys' word out there. And, um, like I said, we're going to, you know, we're going to do everything that we can to get some registrants out there and, you know, hopefully show everybody a good time. It actually sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, no, I think, you know, um, I have an opportunity. I have uh, a way of making, making really bad things really fun to do. Awesome. So this is Hammer signing out with Kewl Cha for today's episode of BeastNet. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at BeastOCR.com.